Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast. In this episode, today we have with us Mantrip Kaur, who is senior talent and culture business partner at Gluban. Hi Mantrip, thank you for coming and joining us today. How are you? I'm good, Jyoti. How are you? How are you? And first of all, thank you for inviting me uh, for this podcast. I'm great, Mantrip, and it's pleasure having you here. So, just to set some context about you and what you do. can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your career journey till now sure 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 so uh, basically i'm from bilai chatisgarh i did my computer applications from there only and then i went to delhi for my post grad i'm a gold medalist in hr and chairman bronze medal medalist winner in mba uh, a scholarship student a scholarship holder i worked in delhi for some time and then i landed to pune uh, basically my experience is more into it and it services for a change i worked as an hr manager in hospitality industry as well uh, but most of my experience is into it only uh, if i talk about my function my profile as an hrbp uh, i'm working with globent and uh, not like it's it's hrbp profile but here we do have a designation as uh, tcbp that's talent and culture business partner so here we are working strategically on the hr part hr role as well as we are working as the culture ambassadors for the organization uh, i'm also a part of uh, dei pod wherein you know we take initiatives related to diversity equity and inclusions yeah that's all about me really i must say it's been great journey so far and definitely as you mentioned about you are gold medalist in hr so definitely will get a lot of insights for our listeners uh, from today's conversation so talking about your role you are you are human resource business partner and of course have great experience in talent and culture so talking about this role uh, i just wanted to ask you like how has this role evolved over the years and what do you think the future holds for this profession how the role will look like so if you can share sure, some insights sure. yeah sure uh, so do the talent and culture business partners they play a very crucial role in you know creating an environment where employees can thrive uh, tcbps or the hrbps they achieve this by developing a company's culture that reflects the organization's values mission and vision the hr business partner function if you talk about the evolution yes uh, you know it is constantly evolving uh, driven by emerging trends in the world of work and changes in job market the changing role of hrbp reflects the shift towards strategic hr management uh, data driven decision making employee experience talent management and also an effective collaboration which i feel hence i believe you know the hrbps must learn and develop different skills to meet the demands and also you know it will help the organization to succeed okay. yeah so definitely as you said it's it will be an exciting time ahead for talent and culture management yeah so and today 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If, and if we talk about the future holds for this position, uh, so I believe it is already there. You know, HRBPs uh, they are shifting their focus from individual competencies to organization capabilities, uh, basically to broaden the HR outcomes. And subsequently, I believe you know internal and external stakeholders will receive more values, and this will demand the HRBP to level up their business skills. Definitely, I think a uh, very well said, Mantrip. Of course, today uh, it's all about uh, shaping, you know, workplace culture and driving employee engagement and fostering innovations, as you mentioned. And what can I conclude from your points? And you know, in the future, definitely, I see it becoming more integral as businesses focus on employee well-being uh, and yes. diversity and digital transformation. So. Yes. Yeah. Very true. Very true. So now, if we'll talk about the workplace culture, I just wanted to ask you, like, in your experience, what do you think? What are the key factors that contribute to a positive workplace culture? <clears throat> yeah. So I believe, first of all, respect. This is what I feel. You know, these. This is one of the very important factor here. Uh, yeah. Everyone should be treated same. You know, they should get same amount of respect, respect relate, uh, regardless of rank in the company, seniority in the company. Because everyone is worthy of regard, and everyone is treated. You know, they should be treated with uh, courtesy and kindness. You know, we should be kind to them. They shouldn't be uh, nitpicking or criticism over little things. So this is one of the important thing here. Uh, next, I believe uh, recognition. Employees should feel valued uh, and you know uh, important in the workplace itself. So this is again a very important point here. Next, I would say support and investment. Here I mean is so you know personal development. It should be encouraged as much as the professional development. Regular training, while support, guidance, and constructive feedback should be given for the development and also for the improvement. Yeah. I believe uh, the seniors, you know, they actively give challenging tasks, uh, which would require more than the level of the uh, employee. You know, yeah. why? Because you know we are pushing the employees for their development, right? So it yes. should be the responsibilities or the you know uh, maybe the challenges. It should be a level up, yeah. so that again at the personal and the professional end, the employees will get a level up exposure. Yeah, definitely, those factors are very crucial for a healthy workplace. Uh, talking about respect for the employees or recognition and support to them. So, whatever points you have mentioned are uh, very, very crucial. One, uh, like few more points, which I believe you know, which I should add here is one. Uh, this one is the one is communication and transparency. You know, the transparent workplace always shares many traits which actually builds a strong relationship and always you know honesty is paramount yeah so this is also one of the um, one of the important factors which i feel uh, you know which I, sh which I should talk about then it comes trust uh, employees should be feel trusted to manage their own time and there shouldn't be micromanagement because nowadays you feel nobody wants to join an organization where micromanagement is there yeah so it actually disturbs uh, the employees. So it shouldn't be there. Uh, then a very important part is the inclusion. You know, employees should feel involved in the organization. Uh, like their opinion should matter. Always, you know, they should be encouraged to express their ideas and opinions. They should, you know, and it should be acknowledged, expressed and also implemented. So this is what the inclusion talks about. Then we do have this understanding and empathy. Yeah. 
So employees should be treated as human, not as machines, mm, right? That's it's very important. Empathy should be there. Yeah. Uh, then I believe time. Yes. So we should feel as you know, the doors should always open. You know, from the leader's side for anybody to come and discuss anything if they want to discuss it with their seniors. So it should yeah. be open. They should feel like okay, fine. This leaders they have time for them. You know. And if they need them, they're always there. So it should be there. Very important is security. So seniors lead through trust over fear. Okay, we are not in, you know, 15th century, you know, wherein, you no, know, we do have tyranny rules. So we do have now positive work culture. Employees, they shouldn't feel, you know, an insecurity in their, you know, working environment. Mm, yeah. Now, employees are never made to feel like they could be fired or dismissed unfairly at any point of time. So yeah, these were a few important factors which I feel, you know, um, I should talk about when it comes to the workplace culture, a positive workplace culture. Definitely. Very well said, Mandrip. Of course, when employees feel heard and supported, definitely contributes to a thriving culture. And even you have talked about inclusivity and uh, diversity in the workplace. So I just want to add another question regarding to this. So like diversity, equity and inclusion have becoming increasingly important in the workplace. And, you know, every organization are trying to focus and adopt this approach in the workplace. So how do companies integrate these principles into their strategies for fostering a diverse and equitable workforce? What do you think? Yeah, uh, firstly, I would say, you know, in today's uh, globalized business environment, uh, diversity and inclusion are not just buzzwords. Uh, they are basically business imperatives now. So the TCBPs, HRBPs or PBPs, PBC, PBPs here, I mean, is people business partners. So they play a very important and a leading role in creating a culture that celebrates uh, diversity and promotes inclusivity. This is very important. And a diverse and inclusive workplace is one that makes everyone, uh, regardless of who they are or what they do for the business, they should feel equally involved and supported in all the areas of workplace, which I, which I feel, you know, I, this, this is my belief. And then, you know, when, and yes, when employee, they don't feel that their ideas, presence or contributions are truly valued or t- not taken seriously. So they, they will not, you know, again, it will give a very negative impact on the work culture and they will eventually leave so yeah and having an inclusive workplace uh, it will not only attract a diverse set of talent but also helps you to retain the diverse talent you know you attract in the first place and if we talk about fostering workplace diversity uh, so you know it involves creating an environment where all the employees they should feel valued and can thrive and yes the companies you know uh, the company strategies are basically to achieve it through transparency open dialogue and also collaboration among diverse team members uh, and uh, eventually you know it is the employees who are getting encouraged to contribute their unique perspectives uh, which can also lead to innovative solution and also, you know, into more inclusive culture. Uh, also, you asked about, you know, the strategies. So I would like to add, you know, nowadays companies, they've started working on trainings on unconscious bias. And uh, there are sessions on allyship because, you know, communicating these kind of trainings, it is it actually creates an importance and also creates a 
spreads a word, you know, uh, like what is the importance of the bias managing, how, how we can manage bias. And also there are organization, not, I think almost every organization, they are promoting pay equity yeah. and then, you know, developing a strategy on training programs because these diversity training will help employees to understand. First, they need to understand, you know, what are the differences, why we are doing it. So they'll understand the culture differences, uh, which can impact how people work and how they interact at the work environment. And also, yes, almost every organization, they've started acknowledging holidays of all cultures. Yeah. 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 But I, you know, I wanted to mention here. Definitely very well said. And that was some great points you have mentioned. Uh, I think like creating a company culture where DEI are infused throughout is no longer nice to have. Like it's it's necessary for business success and employee affinity. And every companies are encouraged to think more holistically and, you know, adopt this approach more. Yes. yes. So, of course, they should also implement like uh, whatever you have said about inclusive hiring practices, create diverse talent pipelines and uh, regularly access their process. It's continuous journey towards in equity and inclusion. Yeah, so, yeah. So we have talked about DEI and the workplace culture and how the role have evolved over the years. Like I want to ask you and take you on a different aspect because technologies are coming into play. AI advancements are there. So in the organization there are different you know functions or domains which are evolving f very frequently so <laughs> i just want to ask you like what are some of the best practices for onboarding because of course talking about onboarding even it also has involved evolved over the years so what are some of the best practices for onboarding new employees now and how we can ensure that they can quickly adapt to the company culture what do you think? Well, well yes, onboarding, it's, it's a completely different topic. But yes, you know, that's, uh, I would say onboarding nowadays, is it's more than just paperwork and orientation. You know, it's an opportunity for an organization to create a positive relationship between employers, employers and employees, right? From the day one, yeah. from the day one. So uh, we are not only orienting the employees, but also making them acquainted with the business culture and technical factors. Yeah. So if we talk about the best practices, you know, giving a new hire the resources and knowledge to contribute effectively to the team and introducing them to the company culture, it's, it's very important. Yeah. Additionally, if I say, you know, we should be begin onboarding when your employee receives their offer, that that is the day when the onboarding starts, right? Yeah. Technically, if we talk about. Yeah. Uh, so giving new employees access to necessary resources for performance, such as laptops, internet connection. These are very common things, which every, every organization does. Yeah. Uh, but if we talk about the, the new practices, you know, and, and actually these, these practices are very productive and it created a very good impact as well. So I would suggest, you know, uh, assigning a buddy mentor. This is very important. Uh, once the person joins in, you know, giving your team member a buddy, yeah. Giving them space, you know, safe space to learn about the company's procedure, work environment and the day-to-day -day job. Uh, so newcomers, you know, they should feel comfortable asking questions about culture and team to their buddy mentors. So thus it would also, you know, 
uh, be idle if if we are uh, you know tagging that buddy or mentor he or she is a colleague or uh, rather than a direct manager or supervisor you know the colleague would work good so Definitely. they'll be open to you know they will feel shy if they are reaching out to the leaders managers or supervisors mm-hmm. so we need to ensure the person we are choosing for this position should have helping attitude which is very important because these buddies they are giving the first picture of the organization to them right yeah. so this is very important then you know we need to provide them essential trainings your trainings we generally give uh, a generic training on it right but yes there should be some guidelines which should be included when if we are working with some clients then there are some it related guidelines from the clients as well so those do's and don'ts should get included here also as a generic uh, training module and uh, you know i know i know few organizations they have this probationary period of around 6 months 3 months yeah. but yes the regular connects should happen after a month only not we should not wait for the probation probation period to end right so it should yeah. start happening from the day one those one on one connects and in the orientation program i believe the seniors should get added you know in the orientation complete you know there should be one day assigned to the seniors to you know because these seniors they can help you know with their history with the company history with their experience in the organization no. this is very important that we should include seniors in the orientation program also can be from technical side can be from you know any other function but yes they should be like they should have a good tenure in the organization definitely who, who are aware of the company's history that is very important and then if we talk about feedback feedback because it is very important feedbacks are always important and they are the prime source of any organizations to improve right yes. so have feedback system like we should have feedback surveys uh, on the 15th day or yeah a month survey and then we can have it on 90th day okay so it's a very good you know feed uh, consolidated resources you know from the responses which we'll receive from the feedback from, which we'll going to get from this new hire uh, surveys so this is very important and here i would like to mention few you know the research and i was just reading one blog so it says that you know typically an onboarding process should last for 3 months but according to the research 47% of respondents you know they believe that the length of an onboarding process should be more than 3 months okay uh, and the professionals they also recommended you know it should be much longer than 90% 90 days okay. this is very important research you know if we we talk about the onboarding thing mm-hmm. and um, according to one more research wherein you know it says that 79% of respondents they believe that the onboarding programs you know the speed up the integration into the company okay. it it helps the uh, newcomers to get involved in the organization therefore the you know the company's success depends on an effective onboarding procedure throughout all the phases of onboarding yeah yeah Definitely. so for the to research you know which actually you know recently i read about and then yes i can conclude saying you know that an effective employee onboarding process can have a significant impact on company's culture it will not only set new hires up for success but also i believe it, it will help you know to define the values expectations and goal of the organization Yeah. so investing in a strong onboarding process can lead to increased productivity uh, also um, i believe improved retention and you know it will also enhance company culture because culture is something which is very important so it will definitely going to enhance the culture yeah uh, 
So yeah, that is it. You know, so companies should make sure that they should have a robust and efficient onboarding process in place to reap uh, the benefits in the longer run. Definitely. I must say that makes a lot of sense. And you have explained already in a very crisp form. But again, to summarize whatever you have said, and there there are some great strategies which you have mentioned. The one is assigning the buddy mentor, which is a very small thing. But again, uh, it's a most important thing to focus on. The next one is to not wait for the probationary period to end. Of course, the connections should start in day, should start from the day one, so that the employee feel more connected with the organization. And of course, the regular feedback are the key to successful onboarding experience. So. these are some of the great points you have mentioned and again thank you for sharing the insights from the article also which you have mentioned about the onboarding so thank you thanks really thanks so that makes a lot of sense and i'm very sure there's a lot of take away from the content you have shared today i'm hoping to <laughs> so thank you for sharing this mantrip and uh, this brings us to the end of our conversation but before we leave can you tell our listeners where they can reach out to you so they can reach out to me uh, in linkedin i'm there uh, as mantrip kaur uh, senior talent and culture business partner you can reach out to me through linkedin thank you mantrip it was really lovely hosting you today thank you thanks thanks for inviting me thank you